Hello, it's Friday the 22nd of April. Welcome to issue 34 of Trevor Smith's Alternative Insights. My name is Joseph Wren. I'm a partner in the finance department with a focus on derivatives and structured products. This week we're looking at interest rate hedging for alternative asset managers. So towards the end of last year, many private fund managers began reviewing their approach to interest rate risk. Although private funds are often heavily exposed to movements in interest rates, most obviously in relation to leveraged portfolio investments, but, but also in their fund level facilities and, and other manager level uh, liquidity facilities that they have. Low and stable rates have been the norm for the past decade, which has made interest rate risk a relatively low priority. Clearly that's changed. Central bank announcements warning a phased increase in interest rates, along with governmental pressure to combat rising inflation, have prompted many funds to consider how to hedge against future rate rises. A firm's review of its approach to interest rate risks is likely to start with an assessment of its own knowledge and skills. Fund managers and portfolio company finance teams clearly need to model the impact of expected future rate rises on returns and liquidity needs. They also need to understand the tools that are available to manage these risks and the circumstances in which they can be deployed. Now, that's partly about making sure that the firm has the right expertise internally or externally to identify and then negotiate the instruments that can ensure that risks are appropriately hedged. It'll also be important for the firm to analyze the regulatory framework which applies to the use of any derivatives. And that includes restrictions and additional reporting requirements, which are imposed by certain derivatives rules, such as EMIR, which is the European Markets Infrastructure Regulation, and by more general pan-European legislation, obviously AIFMD and MIFID and their UK equivalents. Any provisions relating to hedging or related aspects such as fund guarantees in the limited partnership agreements within the fund will need to be navigated and the impact of hedging at fund level on, for example, the borrowing base under any facilities at fund level will need to be fully understood. Managers who are seeking interest rate protection by accessing the bank and broker-led markets will need to put in place appropriate legal agreements. This means that an understanding of current ISDA terms and other model documents is required. These are specialist documents, and a firm's regular fund formation or fund finance council may not be familiar with the detailed provisions or market practices in this area. Therefore, managers really shouldn't underestimate the time they can take to agree those documents especially because they will need to be tailored to the specific fund. It's likely that some of these required skill sets and advisor relationships will need refreshing. Establishing or reviewing policies and procedures for interest rate risk management and the use of derivatives will flush out gaps and require firms to address questions of responsibility and accountability amongst their portfolio management, legal, compliance and finance teams. Clear procedures are vital and indeed investors may be expected to ask more questions about firms and their policies as we enter into higher interest rate risk environments. Some managers, recognising the special skills needed, have sought to implement systematic interest rate risk management on a centralised basis across their portfolio of investments. This marks a change to the more traditional approach where interest rate risk management was delegated to the underlying investee companies and portfolio manager, rather than being subject to any centralised modelling and oversight. While centralisation does bring some advantages, there are also challenges to address. For example, the portfolio manager and the portfolio company finance director 
We'll know the underlying investment best and where any interest rate risk lies. The firm's finance function will have vital expertise, particularly as they'll deal with the fund level bridge and NAV facilities, foreign exchange rate derivatives, accounting and, and general LPA issues. And they will also need detailed information about each portfolio investment to make good decisions about the appropriate tools to deploy. There may also be a sustainability angle. While some firms have already taken advantage of the young, but, but rapidly developing market and ESG linked loans, sustainability linked derivatives are, it's safe to say, in their infancy. As with the loan market, the idea is that if a firm or, or its portfolio company hits a bespoke ESG target, it will benefit from a relatively small reduction in the margin paid to the hedge counterparty. These products are become increasingly available as the market develops. Finally, most of the risks of not addressing rising interest rates are obvious, and managers with significant exposure to floating rate debt will be on top of them. However, optimizing risk mitigation strategies can pay dividends. Knowledge of the market is clearly crucial in pricing and early analysis of the documentary and regulatory issues can prevent any last minute hitches or any inadvertent breaches. Thanks for listening. If you'd like more information on this topic, please check our website where you can also sign up to receive future editions of these insights or feel free to drop me an email. My email address is joseph.ren at traverssmith.com.